Welcome guys, this is Hierophonics. Welcome to my podcast of Hierophonics and Friends. So, let's start this podcast. So who am I? My name is Hiero. And why did I choose Hierophonics? Well, my last name is very common, so I didn't want to use it. So as a musician, I wanted to have a different artist name. I kind of use my first name and then something else for my different channels. So I have Jairo Lopez, but with a three to differentiate on my photography work. I have Hierophonics for my music and I have Hiro Vegan for my vegan stuff. So it all started back in the 80s, back in Colombia. So yeah, I'm Colombian. I was born there, raised there. Um, 31 now. I started playing drums when I was 14. As I was finishing high school in Colombia, that's 11 years, not 12. And then I spent one year actually playing in a band, playing reggae, Spanish reggae. Yeah, that is a thing. Google it. Just to give you a little preview of what I mean by Spanish reggae, uh, let's hear some music from one of my favorite bands from when I was 15 and I was getting into Spanish reggae. This is Gondwana. So that was Gondwana with Reggae is Coming. So that's basically what Spanish reggae is, or Spanglish, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is one of my favorite bands that I started listening to when I f was in my first band back home. And from there, got more into it, played for a year and did a few shows, played in my old high school, uh, did a few bars, uh, shows back home. It's pretty fun. Take it back a little more when I, before I even touched my first drum set. Probably for a good year, I used to watch uh, MTV and I found Freakin' a Leash from Korn. Totally different. I started actually listening to rock and kind of like metal. Um, and I used to air drum. I used to sit in my room, watch the videos and try to mimic what the drummer was doing. Quite embarrassing when your mom walks in and she just sees you wailing your arms around. Uh, no, 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 I wasn't doing that. I was air drumming. That's better. So after doing the air drumming for a while, I was in school and I used to literally just bang on my desk with my pens and pencils until one day another guy in my class saw me and he's like, yo, do you play drums? And I'm like, no, I wish. Like I've never played. He's like, oh, well, I have a drum set. Should like come by and check it out? I'm like, all right, cool. So I did. This guy's name is Sergio Ortega. So thanks to him, I saw and played my first drum set ever. Uh, but because I've been drumming or sorry, air drumming for a while, I was actually able to play a song. And so I played a song. I think it was She Loves Me Not from Papa. Roach. Yeah, Papa Roach. 
And he's like, oh, how long have you been playing? I'm like, dude, this is my first time. He's like, well, you actually kind of know how to play. I'm like, well, air, air drumming, I guess, works. The reason I got into rock in the first place was because two of my cousin's friends from the neighborhood, they used to listen to Korn and System of a Down and Metallica. They showed me one from Metallica with the double bass. And I'm like, yo, this is cool. And then from there, oddly enough, yes, I played reggae for a year and a bit. And then fast forward to 2004 when we decided that we're moving to Canada. So, I'm in Canada, I don't have a drum set, it's 2004, I think around 2006, uh, decided to get a electric drum kit, Roland TD6, and my passion for drums was woken again. The electric kit is no way near as fun as an actual acoustic kit, but you do what you gotta do. Uh, I was living with a girlfriend at a time in a small apartment, so couldn't have a real drum set there as an apartment building. So the drum kit, the electric drum kit, did really well, and I started putting uh, YouTube covers on the internet and. Uh, at one point, I did buy an actual kit. <laughs> I saved up and I ended up buying an, the Slipknot Signature Acoustic Kit. It was like $2,000. The thing was massive, double bass, super loud. I had it in the apartment building. I put like mutes on them, which kind of defeats the purpose. I couldn't really play it because it was just too freaking loud. So I only kept it for like a month until I decided that I was gonna sell it. But before I did that, I did go to um, a cottage, and I think it was March break. So I took a part of my drum kit, not the whole thing, because I couldn't fit it in my girlfriend's car, because we had stuff to bring to the cottage. And for a week, I drove her crazy. All I did was just play drums, because in Wasaga, so it was the middle of nowhere, I could be loud. And I started recording my first, like, uh, acoustic drum uh, covers for YouTube. So after that one week and a bunch of uh, covers that I filmed on a sh crappy point-and-shoot that would cut out at three minutes, because that was the max, I started uploading it to YouTube. And oddly enough, the I think it was a Linkin Park in the end, not even complete because, like I said, we used to chop the song whenever it ran out of space, I guess, on the card or whatever, three-minute limit. That one was, like, my most famous video at that time. This was, remember, back in, like, 2007. I think I got, like, 27,000 views on that thing, which is kind of cool. So I kept doing the electric drum kit covers because I sold my, my Joey Jordison kit that I only had for a month. Some guy bought it for his kid. He drove like five hours. And yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. And then from there, I kept my kit, but I played here and there for, for a few years. Uh, then I started kind of playing with other musicians that I met in the city. 
uh, this guy that I used to work at Home Depot, uh, John, he introduced me to some other metal bands, Dillinger Escape Plan, Norma Jean, which I freaking love. Um, and then we used to jam here and there, nothing crazy. And then one day, I don't even remember how I'm, oh, no, I remember now. This girl that I used to work at Home Depot, he's like, oh, I know these two guys that I went to school with. They play guitar and bass. Give them a call. So I called them, we met up, and we tried to do this little jam thing, even with my buddy John. The whole dynamics were a little weird, but then me and Chris, the guitar player, kind of, we had this chemistry in music, with music. And yeah, we started playing. We could like feed off each other's creativity. It was pretty cool. From there, it was a few years of us kind of making some songs. It didn't end up going anywhere, but it's pretty fun. It's creative, it's just fun to play with people. Uh, but through that, where we used to rehearse, another guy heard me or heard us playing. And he's like, yo, you're a good drummer. I play metal with my girlfriend. You should jam with us one time. So I did. So I played some metal too with this other two people with Mike and Vanessa, uh, she's pretty cool in the bass, and uh, he was a really good guitar player, and he sang too. So at some point I was kind of like juggling three bands almost, metal band, my original music with my buddy Chris, and uh, I played in some experimental band too with this other guy, Josh. I played with this other guy in another metal band and then with this other guy in another metal band and then I brought two of them together into this other project. Like, just for years I just played in different bands. I auditioned for one band, didn't get in, then kind of stopped playing music for a while. And then the guy from that band calls me, he's like, yo, do you want to... Uh, audition again so I did and ended up getting into this band uh, AS um, which was cool it's kind of like electronic rock and whatnot so I got into it it did allow me to play my first show in Toronto uh, at Mod Club so that was pretty cool because at that point it's almost been like almost 10 years since I've played live so it's kind of cool and I got to play at WEMF show wasn't the greatest but it was still kind of a fun weekend then from there kind of came back and started writing the new album did the drums everything was kind of ready one cool thing that did happen was i got to meet sylvia massey so sylvia massey is a producer that's worked on tool their first two albums she produced the first System of a Down. She's worked with Johnny Cash. She worked with Prince. Super talented, amazing person. I love her. And I got to work with her for a week while she was mixing and mastering this album that we worked on, uh, which I ended up tracking, uh, I think, like 12 songs. Full album, anyways. And she was the coolest. She, she used to just like do her thing on the console and mix and whatnot. And then she would listen back to the songs and she would paint. So I got to chill with her and like go to Curry's and buy some art supplies with her. So the whole experience was really fun. Fortunately, fast forward a few years, 
the album never saw the light of day due to the owner of the band um, whatever his problem was it's his problem but um, yeah it's it just kind of sucks because we did do a Kickstarter and raise money for it and but yeah anyways the product never never got released so that was sad but always 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 something good comes out of something bad as all of this is happening too um i was working at home depot for like eight years yeah eight i think it was eight years doing retail and then just playing music here and there so then before I met Sylvia, I decided to quit Home Depot and went to school for photography because I started doing photography as a hobby, liked it, and decided that I was going to go to school. So I'm in school, got to work with Sylvia, pretty cool. Uh, fast forward, uh, I finished first year, then I ended up dropping out second year, and I'm like, no, I'm going to dedicate more to music because I, I really believed in this band. Like I said, didn't work out. But I did meet some cool people because of it. And the experiences were cool. And then, uh, yeah, I decided, tried to just work. Wasn't playing music much. And um, then I decided that, you know what? No, I need to go and finish my career. So I went back to school, got my photography degree. And that was last year in May. Um, then after that, I brought my, like I had my drums at home now, playing here and there, doing covers, don't get to play that often, but then not until recently I decided that, you know what, I, like I've always loved music, I've always wanted to make my own songs, and why the fuck not? So thanks to some of the connections that I met, or made, while in that band, um, I reconnected with Tommy, which he's going to be on episode three of this podcast, Tommy Sonic. And he kind of pumped me to, you know what? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's do my solo career. I showed him some of the tunes that I've made and he's like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And I decided to release my first single, which I did a couple weeks ago, which is kind of cool. Um, and then randomly I met this rapper because I met his girlfriend on a bus and we started talking because uh, 11 months ago I went vegan so I was talking to this other lady that I happened to see that she had some anti-fur buttons on her jacket so I'm like oh are you vegan and then the girl heard us oh are you guys vegan so the three of us got all happy then we got got to talking and there's some other thing that connects all of this together. So, four months ago, my ex, uh, she was at work and then she was talking to somebody about photography. And then this lady's like, oh, tell your boyfriend to, uh, to watch Chase Jarvis, which is a photographer. And he's very motivational because I was trying to figure out how to like, get motivated to do photography and find clients and like how to really really do my thing in photography so i started consuming this guy's content chase jarvis and i'm like yeah this is cool a lot of good tips and then on one of his episodes he interviewed this guy 
Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. You probably know of him, you might not. If you don't, you should go look him up. Gary V or Gary Vaynerchuk. He will change your life. So then after finding Gary Vaynerchuk, I started consuming his content and he's really motivational and all about hard work and just follow your dreams, follow your passion, uh, like go all in on your strengths. So I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna do this photography thing. I'm gonna get a video. The music thing, like, was kind of in the background, but I, I'm like, nah, I'm no, I'm no professional musician, or I wasn't sure about music even. So I kept watching his stuff, and then one of his uh, episodes of Ask the Gary V or Ask Gary V, he um, he had Logic. So Logic is a rapper from Maryland, and I watched this episode, and then I looked for his music, Logic, and I freaking fell in love with his music. Mind you, I'm a rocker, sometimes reggae. I liked hip-hop and rap, but never really like went to download albums or even sat down to listen much, but there was something about this guy's story and his music, and I just... I really really liked it so out of his four albums those five songs that I chose that I really really liked and I put them on a playlist and I started listening to that every day so every day I would pump these five songs and it'll get me all pumped and the message is always about love and equality and peace and for three months straight I listened to the songs every day like all day just over and over and over and over mind you never even played the drums for this three months at all until one day i had no one at home and i was able to do a drumming day so a drumming day is usually like four hours five hours of me just drumming non-stop so on this drumming day um I decided to do some covers and I had the crazy idea of what if I, well, I was going to do them as kind of like a freestyle of each song and like stop and then re-record it if, if I didn't do a good take. But then I'm like, well, Logic is good at freestyling because I started looking at some stuff online. He just goes to a radio station and like freestyles to a beat and I'm like, yo, this guy's amazing. So I'm like, I wonder if I could do the same, but in drums or on drums. So I queued up all five songs and I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna freestyle. Like I've listened to the songs for three months nonstop. I've never played them on drums though, so I'm just gonna see what I can make just from what I've I kinda know where the breaks are, where where the stops are, blah blah blah. And I did it. I did the first song and then I'm like, okay, screw it, just keep going. So I did a 20 minute one take one time freestyle on drums of this five songs from Logic. And slowly I've been cutting them up and then posting them on YouTube. I was able to put three of them on my YouTube channel. The other two I can't because of copyright. I think it changed labels. So now the, the videos were getting blocked. Um, they're on my Instagram as well, some of them. I think three of them too, because then the other ones or got deleted because Instagram deletes videos now so if it has copyright just in case you didn't know 
So, so I did this and this started getting me like a lot of attention on Instagram and a lot of good comments like, yo, your drumming is really cool. That's dope. What? That's freestyle. Amazing. Started getting some rap artist, a producer asking me if I would do uh, loops for him. Um, so it's like bringing all this attention to my music, but it's only too because of my photography and videography background that I've developed that I was able to put more quality content for my drumming. So I guess I became a photographer and videographer in order to be able to launch my solo artist career in music, funny enough. So then from there, uh, let's fast forward to where we are today. As all of this is happening too, like in the last four years, I've been dealing with depression and anxiety. So that's why it was a little hard to get into anything, even just finishing school and being motivated to do anything. But uh, Logic's music is just, I don't know, so powerful that it brought me out of this rot. Obviously eating better and like being vegan has helped me a lot too, because I feel good and I'll have energy. Um, but after doing this freestyle and posting them and getting all this love, I'm like, well, maybe music is something that I want to start now. I'm 31, who cares? I'm not too old. I still feel young. And so then I'm like, I started looking at the songs that I've made in the past in the last few years or ideas that I started. There was this one song that I made as I'm learning how to play guitar. I'm not at all. Like, I have no idea what chords or notes. Like, pure noob uh, so I, I got a guitar because I bought Rocksmith for my Mac and Rocksmith's not a game it looks like Guitar Hero I guess in the interface but it's actually teaching you the notes of the songs kind of like a tab but scrolls and it has the original songs mastered with the lyrics so it's pretty cool and so I started playing bass as well um, and I made this one song kind of like inspired by Deftones, which is one of my favorite bands. And that is my first single, New Day, because it's a new day now. It's a new era. <laughs> and so that's available on Spotify if you want to actually let's play New Day for a little bit. So that was New Day, my first single, in which I played guitar, bass and digitally made the drums on a keyboard <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody anyway so after that um i decided to keep looking at other songs and i have this kind of like i would say electronica kind of edm style song and uh so that's gonna be my second signal which i actually submitted tonight so it should be heading the stores this weekend if you're here in this uh should be out soon maybe i'll feature it on the second episode with todd um and then so yeah the rapper right that i met through the vegan girl and the thing i went and met him um a couple weeks ago and on first on the first meet i went to their i went to their house and in five hours after showing him this other idea that i had which i call hi i think i called it smack 
when I made it. It's a heavy song, kind of like Godsmack. I guess that's why I said smack. And pretty heavy. He listened to it and he's like, yo, this is pretty cool. He started making lyrics and then he's like, uh, I'm going to record something for it. He like started rapping on this tune and I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. So boom, collaboration instantly. And that's going to be my third single, which is I just finished mixing it today or almost done mixing it. it sounds pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's like been just doing music for the last couple of weeks three weeks like crazy and it's pretty awesome and with my buddy tommy which would be in episode three uh he helped me master and mix and even co-produce my second signal single sorry um which will be hitting yeah we'll be able to listen to it in a few days and the third song is being made or it's like it's almost done then this rapper el rick virtuoso which I guess he should be episode four now. Um, I gave him some a couple more songs that I've made, like ideas, and he he's just digging it and started rapping on them too. And then he sent me one of his tracks and I did some drums for it. So like instant collaboration. And then I found another rapper today on through Twitter, and he's from Toronto. Might be maybe doing some stuff with him in the future, like. All of this music opportunities that are kind of like rising up out of nowhere, which is really freaking cool. Okay, some of those opportunities, I won't say out of nowhere, but I've been working social media pretty hard, like Instagram and Twitter, a little bit of Facebook, and been connecting and growing my brand through that, which is the advice that Gary V gave me. And being motivated to do music because of logic. That's how everything kind of connects. Um, so now, just gonna keep doing some music and try to find clients to for photography and video. Gotta pay the bills still. I'm just really, really happy at the moment with how everything's kind of shaping up and being able to do music more often and being inspired to do it, which is even better. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like my little rundown of my music career and where we are and where we're going, which I don't know where we're going. Just going to keep making music and working on all my photography and video projects. I have this project f uh, for photo called Hydro Girls. So if you're on Instagram, it's hydro.girls h-y-d-r-o dot g-i-r-l-s and the premise is kind of vegan models the slogan is vegans do it better so i just want to show you guys that as a vegan you can still be badass you can do everything that you, anybody regular people non non-vegans do we can do it the same if not better <laughs> anyway so that's going to be some i candy um and yeah so stay tuned for episode two probably gonna put a song here just to say goodbye so episode two is gonna be with my buddy todd neil from connecticut he is a uh, vegan he's been vegan for uh, i'm not sure how long but kind of recent as well uh, i've been vegan for 11 months 
and he's gonna talk about his company and about veganism so that one's gonna be a kind of like a vegan episode and then episode three is gonna be with tommy sonic music producer engineer um musician amazing guy super talented he's done hip-hop metal like everything super super talented that's gonna be episode three and episode four it's probably gonna be el rick virtuoso rapper in toronto which i'm collaborating with as well and yeah so my name is hyro thank you for listening and i'm gonna put a song here see if i can add mod 2.0 right now which is my second single i'm not sure if i can but we'll see and stay tuned thank you for listening and yeah peace